This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio, a fresh perspective on how to live your best life. Combining biological sciences, mind-body medicine, nutrition, and exercise. This is the place to get the big picture on health and wellness. Live from the iHub Radio studios in Palm Springs, California, here's functional medicine certified health coach and award-winning wellness expert, Jason Tate. Jason Tate here. You are live with us here on this beautiful Sunday, February 16th, (laughs) 2000. We're halfway into February already. This is wild. Amazing. (laughs) 2020 is flying by. I hope that you are getting the best out of your 2020 right now. I, I really love this year. This is a this is a landmark year. This is a decade year. This is something that we can really hang our hats on. This is a really special year and I'm having a blast. I hope that you're having a blast. I have a great and amazing show lined up for you. So much tremendous information to help you heal your gut and, mm-hmm. and learning about the gut today. And by gut, I don't mean, you know, thinking, imagining this thing just hanging out in front of you. I'm talking about the inside. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the gut inside, the lining of our body, the intestinal tract, that entire beautiful and diverse, rich ecosystem, considered one of the most diverse ecosystems on earth. Really? Yeah. And we carry it around with us all the time. Hmm. More diverse than the most tropical of all rainforests. And you carry it with you. I did not know. So more (laughs) amazing facts and statistics. (laughs) And apparently a wealth of new words every week. I get to teach new words from the Tate Talks dictionary. (laughs) 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 So... Tate Talks exists. We're here live every Sunday from noon to two Pacific time to inform and inspire. The goal of the show is to really just let you know that your health is within your control. You're not some victim to all of these other things. It's in your control. You get to architect. You get to design your body. Yes, we make mistakes. Yes, we fall off the wagon. But you know what? Get back up. It's okay. We're going to talk about things like forward foods and backward foods, you know, things that I've mentioned in many shows prior, eating forward foods, propelling you forward in your health and in your life, backward foods, you know, we take a step back, eat enough backward foods and you fall down on your back and you're in trouble and you've got to get those forward foods back into your body to get back up and keep moving forward again. The goal of the show is to inspire and aware and let you know that your health is within your control and we're here to share that information and provide amazing guest speakers, guests in the show. Uh, I have a guest calling in today who I can't wait to introduce you to in the second hour. But let me introduce first, if this is your first time listening, the lovely voice that you'll hear, not mine, the lovely (laughs) voice that you'll hear (laughs) as I have discussions here in the studio is my producer, Alexandra. Hi, Jason. (laughs) How are you? I'm great. I'm I'm really great. This is such a beautiful day. And and like I said, I'm excited for the show today. Um, Me too. I'm I'm excited for every show. (laughs) I am learning so much. Back to class. Right? It is. (laughs) Learning's amazing. And this kind of learning is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's personal. It is. You know, like... Uh, you know, I'm a teacher, so that's that's also what I do. So Alexandra, she's uh, retired from multiple different careers. Mm-hmm. Just really amazing. I have to do a whole show about you sometime, <laughs> honestly. She's so inspiring to me. 
And um, and so I am currently a teacher by day, my weekday job. I'm a teacher at a high school here in the Coachella Valley, and I teach biology. I teach advanced concepts in biology. I teach a nutrition course that I wrote and pioneered about eight years ago now. And I teach in a medical health academy that I created that is around holistic healing, um, a blend of Eastern and Western medicine, mind-body medicine, which we'll talk about in the second hour of the show, uh, exercise. I teach yoga, Qigong, and Tai Chi to students, stress management techniques, and nutrition, and how to avoid these chronic preventable diseases that are plaguing the world, as well as how to teach and inspire their patients in the future. So these young pre-med students in high school, my goal is to arm them with this information, not only for their own health benefit, but so that they can carry on that message later on when they're treating patients out in the world. So uh, I attend conferences regularly, read books, watch documentaries, and I'm constantly learning. I love to learn and I love to share that information and so this Tate Talks is an extension of my classroom and an opportunity for me to share this information that I've broken down dissected and worked on with some of the top healing minds in the world to share it here with you so that you can live a a beautiful and healthy life it's like the cliff note to health (laughs) <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's how and I it think is. of Jason. You know, it, it, they are cliff notes because we only have a few minutes right. together. So these are cliff. These are but some of the pull, best parts. Exactly. You pull the best so I don't have to go attend right. 20 hours of, of a <laughs> seminar and read a thousand books. That's what I love about yeah. every week coming here is it's really you save so much time and you really synthesize it down to the best oh, thanks. Part. Oh, thank you. Appreciate yeah, that. Inspiring. See, I told you she's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> you can call the station 760-544-TALK, which is 8255. If you have a question, comment, uh, concern, and you want to get in on the conversation, have a chat, uh, you can email the station studio at iHub Radio. Follow us on Instagram. We're tatetalks.radio. And you can follow me on Facebook, Jason Tate. And I'm, a, I'm happy to reach out to you, respond to any emails that you have for me um, and messages. So let's stay in touch and let's get started. Let me talk about the gut today. I'm mm-hmm. going to talk about our guts. So uh, when I was speaking of conferences, I uh, had talked recently about a six-day conference I was at put on by the Institute for Functional Medicine, uh, really a landmark organization, international organization that I firmly believe their information is sound and amazing and incredible. A lot of what I'm sharing today came from what I've learned recently from the Institute for Functional Medicine and then a background of of years of research and work with the Institute for Functional Medicine. The second half of my show, I have the founder of the Functional Medicine Coaching Academy where I went to get my Uh, coaching and education in functional medicine, health coaching. And so I'm so excited for you to meet her uh, in the second hour of the show. So what I'm sharing with you today are some statistics about how some of these top healers in the world start addressing issues. So doctors um, have their knowledge, their background, their information. And when people come to see a doctor, they're not usually going to see the doctor because they feel great they're going to see a doctor because they there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. And 
what I've heard from some of these top healers is one of the first places. So if somebody comes to them and their symptom list and their medications that they're taking is just, it's overwhelming. And, and it is in many cases, um, Mm -hmm. 55% of people over 40 are on four different medications in this country, which is a lot. Wow. That's That's a lot. That's a lot. That's very high. And each one comes with side effects. Yeah. Yeah. And effects, uh, you know, on the body and, and one is affecting the other and there's mm-hmm. a, these counter effects and then this medication and then you've got a supplement vitamin B12 if you're taking metformin because metformin drives down your body's vitamin B12. Like there's so many different things mm. occurring. And so doctors that are working with someone or treating someone with, you know, metabolic syndrome, obesity, diabetes, high blood pressure, you know, all of these different things going on, the first place that they go to heal somebody and bring them back to life essentially right. is the gut hmm. this is the first place they go is like we got to heal the gut because something's going on gut dysbiosis leaky gut uh, intestinal permeability you're going to hear me use these terms and phrases these are all aligned with the same common theme we're what we're eating what we're drinking what we're breathing we're creating intestinal permeability, breaks, holes, cracks, ruptures in the lining of our gut, breaking down the intestinal mucosa, which is this mucus layer that protects our body from itself. You've heard of autoimmune. Autoimmune diseases are when the body's attacking itself. So quick fun fact, um, the digestive enzymes and juices and this is just common sense right so you secrete digestive enzymes and juices that break down organic molecules how come you're not digesting yourself Mm. think about that right Mm. you're secreting these into this space of the intestines and yet it's not digesting your intestines That is because of a very powerful mucosa layer. So a mucus layer that's lining the inner lining of your gut. Mm. And that is kept healthy by healthy bacteria like farmers tending to a garden. And if you don't have these healthy bacteria or they're in decline, they're not there to tend to this mucosal garden and that mucus breaks down. Mm. And when that breaks down, you are digesting yourself and you are creating holes in permeability and breaks and cracks in the lining of your gut. Which is very painful. Which is very painful. Mm-hmm. Which is that little bit of pain that you feel after eating a meal. Mm-hmm. You know, that, uh, that discomfort in your stomach. So that's just a little preview of where we're going. <laughs> <laughs> Some statistics, and these are kind of mind-blowing. Your skin is home to about a trillion different bacteria. So that's the outer layer of your body. Your mouth, smaller amount, only about 100 billion bacteria <laughs> living in your mouth. Right? Yes. Oh, yes. Think about that the next time you kiss somebody. And <laughs> your gut, right? So esophagus, stomach, and then your small intestine, and then large intestine. Large intestine, uh, your colon, also called the colon, is the area is the lining is the part of the gut the intestinal tract that has the most of the 100 trillion actually it's more than 100 trillion different bacteria 
living in your gut. One of the most diverse and over a thousand different species. One of the most diverse ecosystems on earth right there in your gut. So what are they doing? How do they get there? Right. Uh, Why do they, why are they there? And what do they do for you? And what are they doing when they're not happy? And how is this affecting your mind? How is this affecting your emotions? Because they do affect our emotions, these gut bacteria. So the function of these gut bacteria is to harvest nutrients and to provide uh, energy metabolism for you. They actually help you extract energy from your food. They are very much a part of the digestive process. In fact, their roles are even more advanced and more diverse and more impactful than our own body's roles at digestion. There are many polysaccharides, which are complex sugars, that we are incapable of digesting without bacteria. The same as uh, grass-eating animals, you know, cows and antelope and deer. They're eating these foods. They couldn't digest them or break them down without the help of bacteria. Hmm. We have that same relationship with our gut bacteria. I'm going to talk about this and so much more in this next segment here. I'm going to talk about what moves you, okay, and our movement for the week, a little movement tip. I'll talk about the recipe of the week coming up and more about gut health. Stay with us. and wellness conversation from A to Z. This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio with Jason Tate. Jason Tate here, Palm Springs, California, here live back with us. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day. Time is really the most precious gift. I was just talking with my producer, Alexandra. She gives up her time every Sunday to come here and be with me and you and run the boards and just you know and learn and this i love teaching important. yeah it's so important i believe in it so much and you're you're as much a part of the process as i'm a part of the process mm-hmm. here delivering this information so anyone listening should be grateful for <laughs> alexandra too it's it's necessary <laughs> what you have to say and what you have to offer is truly and honestly necessary and what you do with these kids and and how you offer the information and, and, and how you compartmentalize it. It's really, really necessary, and I believe it. Thank I believe you. in it. Thank you. I do. Thank you. All right, I want to get back to the gut. Mm-hmm. But first, what moves you? All right? What moves you? Today, this week, I'm going to talk about the top 10 reasons to stretch every day. Okay? And this is from the American Council on Exercise. One, it decreases muscle stiffness and increases your range of motion. Two, it may reduce the risk of injury, and in most cases it does when you're more flexible. Three, it helps relieve post-exercise aches and pains. Four, it improves your posture. Five, reduces and helps you to manage your stress. 
just stretching. Just stretching. Yeah, increasing blood flow. And I've also heard recently, and I need to do some more research into this, that the um, skeletal muscle system and the muscular system is connected with the endocrine system, which is your hormone system. And just the process of stretching or exercise causing your muscles to um, you know, change shape releases hormones through the body, pleasure hormones, dopamine, and serotonin, dopamine. that whole thing, yeah, endorphins. I so I we feel the effect, but now there's some research and some science going into the actual science behind it, mm. which is really cool. Love it. Uh, it reduces muscular tension, enhances muscular relaxation, improves mechanical efficiency and overall functional performance because flexible joints, they require less energy to move. Through a wider range of motion and a flexible body improves overall performance by creating more energy efficient movements. So more efficiency. It helps prepare the body for the stress of exercise because exercise is a stressor on the body. It actually does create inflammation in the body, especially intense, vigorous exercise. Um, I learned from an immunologist recently that mm -hmm. some of his patients come in and they are some of the top athletes, intense, vigorous exercise, creating a lot of stress and uh, inflammation <laughs> in the body. Yeah. And it promotes circulation, of course, and decreases the risk of low back pain, especially for those of you like me, with really tight hamstrings, mm. <laughs> really tight hamstrings. I've always kind of been wound tight like a rubber band. And I've attributed that to my ability, my leaping ability and my sprinting ability, but uh, I still should be more flexible. So my daughter stretches almost every night uh, and I'm trying to get her on the show actually. Mm -hmm. She came in last week and observed. So sweet. You see? So sweet. <laughs> It'll be interesting to get, you know, a, a teenager's right. like, quite, almost teenager. Almost teen, yeah. Perspective, uh, perspective on health. Yeah. yeah. So looking forward to getting her on the show hopefully soon. So uh, back to the gut and some statistics about the gut. Where's my note here? Okay. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, so much information. Yeah, so much information. Um, it helps you break down those polysaccharides, short chain fatty acid production. They also unlock and release amino acids for you. Without a, a healthy complement of gut bacteria, you might be think you're eating protein rich foods and oh, I'm getting my protein. But if you don't have the right microbiome to help you release and unlock these amino acids, you might not be getting all of them. You'll get, be getting a fraction of the amino acids that you think you're getting from your foods. It helps you to synthesize vitamins. There are many vitamins that you cannot even synthesize at all without the help of bacteria, including vitamin B12, vitamin K, and biotin. Mm. Wild, right? Mm. So we're so dependent on these microorganisms, and they make up, you know, 99% of the of the cellular biology, like most of us, is bacteria. Mm. And there was a I forget the doctor or the scientist who said this, but they asked the question, are you a human walking around having a microbiological experience or are you bacteria having a human experience? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a thought to that consider is. for sure. That it is really very is. Interesting. Um, it helps you uh, regulate and manage toxins, environmental toxins, and a big thing, immunoregulation. 
This gut microbiome helps you to regulate your immune system, and they teach your immune system cells on how to fight off pathogens because they've been around for a long time, a lot longer than humans, these bacteria that have evolved, and they, their evolution cycle is so quick compared to our evolution cycles when you think of the lifespan of a human versus the lifespan of a bacterium. And so they've had a lot longer, and they've been around for billions of years, so they've had a lot longer to uh, learn how to survive in this world and how to thrive. Hmm. So we have so much to learn still from this microbiome, and it's becoming more popular in literature and in medical publications. And I'm happy to bring that information here for you. Stay with us. More about the gut microbiome and a diet that can help you reverse gut dysbiosis and leaky gut. Stay with us. If it's good for your mind and body, it's part of the discussion on Tate Talks. From iHub Radio, here's Jason Tate. Jason Tate, live in the studios here, Palm Springs, California. Welcome to Tate Talks, where we're here every week talking about your health and wellness, movement, nutrition, mental health, all of these things wrapped up to incorporate and be who you are and what you are. And I'm talking today about the health of your gut. I have some more information to share before I lead into a diet plan by the Functional Medicine uh, Institute for Functional Medicine called the Renew Plan, where they highlight how to heal the gut. So let me talk a little bit more about gut dysbiosis and define what gut dysbiosis is. So dysbiosis is also known as dysbacteriosis. And with gut dysbiosis, it's a condition of having a microbial imbalance on or within the body. You can have this most often in your digestive tract, but anywhere you have an exposed surface where you have bacteria living. So it can happen on your skin, any of the mucosal linings in your mouth, in your ears, uh, openings of the body. You can have, gut dis you can have um, dysbiosis occurring in these areas. So... Some of the triggers that cause, some of the primary causes of gut dysbiosis are the standard American diet, low in fiber, high in fat, and high in simple carbohydrates. This is what creates this imbalance and feeds certain types of bacteria that actually eat away at the lining, at the protective mucosal lining of your gut, creating these leaky gut, this intestinal permeability. Antibiotics play a major role in destroying healthy bacteria. Now, antibiotics are good for treating pathogenic bacteria, but if you're on heavy doses and courses of antibiotics on a regular basis, you're basically taking a flamethrower to the ecosystem, to the healthy ecosystem of your gut, and you're gonna end up paying the price for that. So you've got to repopulate the gut, and I'll talk about how to do that. Chronic constipation, that's usually associated with dehydration mm -hmm. because you're not having that two to three healthy bowel movements a day, which is what you should be having. And this also comes from the fact that we're just not eating enough fiber. 
Some of the top docs are recommending now over 50 grams of fiber a day, working yourself up to the point where you're having 55 grams of fiber a day. Now, there are many recommendations out there that sit in the 25 to 35 grams of fiber a day, which you'd be in good shape if you did that. Most Americans have a third of that, around 10, 15 at top. And that's just not enough. It really isn't. So careful. Don't go one day 15, next day 55, or you will be constipated for a week. <laughs> You've got to work yourself into that one uh, to where you're having that on a regular basis. But one of the other primary reasons that we have gut dysbiosis and leaky gut and this uh, bacterial dysbiosis is from stress, fear, and anger. These actually create imbalances of the gut microbiome in our body as well. So, and there's a lot of science going into that. We only have a one hour show on this. So I don't have time today to get into that, but on future shows for sure. What's interesting is that dysbiosis, it's not a classical infection, but it generally is a subclinical infection. And in one person, it may present as dermatitis on the skin. Another person has peripheral neuropathy where you're losing sensation and feelings in your extremities, your toes and feet and fingers. And another person, it might present as inflammation and arthritis in the joints. Mm -hmm. And these are symptoms of an underlying cause that is almost always gut dysbiosis and leaky gut and some kind of intestinal permeability. So it's a pathogenic response to a non-pathogenic microbe, which is what's happening. And this is happening to a lot of people out there. And another explanation of, of it presenting as something like arthritis or um, dermatitis or eczema on your skin, this is the weakest link in your genetic chain. If you think of your genetic chain, you have some weak links that we call, um, you know, basically you are more prone to certain types of diseases based upon your genetics. You're not destined to have them, but you're prone to have them. So that's considered a weak link in your genetic chain. When you have gut, you know, intestinal permeability and gut dysbiosis, it exposes that weak link and that's where it shows up. And what do we do in Western medicine? We treat the, un the overlying uh, symptom. We treat the top of the iceberg. We don't get underneath the surface of the water and we don't treat what's causing it, which is the difference with functional medicine. It addresses the root cause and you start healing the gut and you start clearing up a lot of these other things. Not to mention losing some weight, actually, if you, uh, especially if you need that. So one of the food plans, and if you email me, actually, uh, probably the email Jason Tate, or it's jason.tate at ihubradio.com, I'll send you this Renew food plan. It is so incredible. And actually, if you follow me on Facebook, I can send it to you there as well. So the Renew Food Plan is by the Institute for Functional Medicine. It eliminates processed foods. It eliminates dairy, green, and it's gluten-free. It helps reduce inflammation. It helps you identify and reduce food triggers and uh, allergies to certain foods. It helps you reduce cravings and food addictions. It helps you to heal the gut with phytonutrients, so plant nutrients and nutraceuticals. 
and encourages healthy elimination of toxins and it helps you with detoxifying from sugar. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that look, Alex. <laughs> we all need to. We really I'm okay with do. That. Just don't take we my coffee. We all need to. Uh, I'll just take the sugar away. Just have the coffee. That's all which I have fine. anyway. Yeah. So the Renew Food Plan uh, prescribed by a functional medicine practitioner is therapeutic, short-term approach, and it's followed for a specific amount of time. I wouldn't necessarily recommend it for this is the rest of your life type of thing, but it's a great reset and it's a great balance. That's why it's called the Renew Food Plan. I love that reset. Yeah. I, I, I love that because usually people think, oh, I can't keep that up for the rest of my life. No, 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 no. This is a reset. Love it. Right. Give yourself a break mm-hmm. and, and let your body do what it wants to do. It wants to be healthy. It wants to be strong. So it helps you rid the body of the most common foods that cause inflammation. It identifies food allergies, sensitivities, and intolerances, which are different, and I'll talk about what those are, and as well as the triggers that food causes in the body. Eliminating foods that are potentially addictive and have harmful components to them, like sugar. And it provides the body with nutritional support for detoxifying your systems as well. So do you routinely consume and crave fast food, packaged foods, and processed foods with sugar or flour? Do you consume fish or shellfish regularly? Do you regularly eat fruits and vegetables that are not organic? Do you eat fewer than five servings of fruits or vegetables per day? And do you consume lots of animal products every day, including dairy? If you answer yes to any of the above, then the Renew Food Plan will help you and it will help you detox and it will help you heal your gut, okay? So I'll talk about that. Um, One of the most important aspects of the Renew Food Plan is the emphasis on the consistent intake of foods that help optimize the function of primary organs of elimination and reduce the stimulation of the immune system. The gut needs to work efficiently to provide one to two well-formed bowel movements daily. My mother-in-law says, you're only as healthy as your bowel movements. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of truth to that, by the way. (laughs) Without proper movement of the bowels, fewer toxins are excreted from the body. This is your way to eliminate toxins through your bowel movements. It It really is. And you do notice that you're you're much, you feel much better. My arthritis completely changes with 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 a healthy, yep. It really, it's, it's crazy, but it does. That's the toxin. That's detoxing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Some of these excreted toxins are processed by the liver and are released through bile. Adequate daily fiber intake, uh, 25 to 35. Try to get yourself up closer to 50 from colorful, phytonutrient-rich, non-starchy vegetables. Also eliminate, help to eliminate uh, endotoxins in your stool. So... It's, it's really, the Renew Food Plan is designed to help support not just the gut, but also your liver, your, your liver, your liver, liver. Your, liver. <laughs> your liver, which is your hub, I hub, of detoxification <laughs> processes. Right here, your liver does a tremendous job. It is your detoxifying organ. Um, and so like when they say, when you're taking prescription medications, don't drink alcohol, you're already taxing your liver right. by taking prescription meds. Uh, where, which is what alcohol does. But what they should also recommend is no sugar when you're taking prescription medications. Because guess what? Fructose, which is a component of sugar, 
fructose, half mm -hmm. of the sugar sucrose, is more toxic or as toxic to the liver as alcohol. And they have a name for it, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, NAFLD. Wow. You get fatty liver disease from sugar. And it's just as dangerous to the liver. And you can biopsy a liver that is a fatty liver. And you can't really tell whether or not the fatty liver was developed from alcohol consumption or sugar consumption because it's identical. Wow. So, yeah, they need to say uh, on the warning label, <laughs> you know, do not drink alcohol, da, da, da. And that's really just because it impairs you even more. Right. And I think that that warning is really important. But they also need to say on prescription medications because you're taxing your liver so much with these prescription meds that you need to cut back on your sugar as well. That makes so much sense. Wild, right? Yeah. <laughs> you blow my mind every week. <laughs> so um, the Renew Food Plan helps you to support sugar detox. The, the term detox, detoxification is commonly used to refer to the process of withdrawing or detoxifying from recreational or prescription drugs or even from alcohol use. More recently, the meaning's been expanded to include the withdrawal or de detoxification from unhealthy or addictive foods and sugar is eight times more addictive than cocaine so it definitely falls into one of those categories <laughs> how did we become sugar addicts well part of the blame lies in the food industry they're trying to sell more of their product mm -hmm. so they put an addictive component in there that is still considered legal and yet it's eight times more addictive than crack cocaine <laughs> Evidence shows that a clear association between excessive sugar consumption and the risk of obesity, type 2 diabetes, cancer, and heart disease, as well as many other chronic diseases. Do the renew. Do the reset. It's a really great chance for you to balance your body back. And believe it or not, you're going to start tasting foods differently because you're not eating foods that are so hyper palatable with so much sugar in them that you can actually taste all the spices and all the other ingredients too. Wow. Same thing happens when you detox from salt, which salt isn't necessarily considered addictive, quite like sugar, mm -hmm. um, but you do taste foods differently yeah. when you I cut back no on salt. the salt. I use no yeah. salt when I cook. Yeah, and I'm definitely going to do this because we were talking about oh, yeah. what I'm going to be doing. We were doing. talking about it, yeah. And I'm going to start, I'm going to kick it off with this. This food plan is awesome. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> I love you. I love, I love you, you just, too. Like, blow my mind. <laughs> More on this, and I'm going to share a recipe from the Renew Food Plan. Stay with us. Inspiring you with the tools and knowledge to make the necessary changes to live life optimally. This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio. Tate Talks, iHub Radio. Here we are, Jason Tate, live in the studio, Palm Springs, California. Beautiful. Here with Alex. Thank you, Alex. 
Hi, Jason. <laughs> I, I'm a student here. I am, <laughs> I am a student. I'm sitting here working the boards, but I'm a complete student. <laughs> got you here. I've got you locked in. You You're have. like in a trance right now. I am. This is great. <laughs> if you're driving, please pay attention oh, to where you're driving to uh, as I'm sharing this information and listen to the show so uh, afterwards. Good. So you can catch the show tonight. It's rebroadcast again from 6 to 8 p.m. here at iHubRadio.com, um, uh, 6 to 8 p.m. Pacific time. And then you can listen to all the recordings of all the shows on iTunes and Spotify, but you can go direct to tate-talks.captivate.fm, and you can catch all the shows there. So I'm going to share a recipe, recipe of the week. This is Here's to Your Health. From the Renew Food Plan, we have cauliflower rice. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because rice mm. is a trigger for a lot of people. It's a trigger for me. It is. For it sure. is for me, too. Definitely creates inflammation in my body. And it's good. I, y- I love rice, but it creates inflammation in my body, and I feel like crap after I eat it. Mm-hmm. So not worth it. Cauliflower rice, really simple recipe. This makes four servings, one head of cauliflower, two tablespoons of extra virgin olive oil or unrefined organic coconut oil, one small yellow onion, finely chopped, one pinch of sea salt. That's it. That's it? Yep. Some optional ingredients. A tablespoon of lime juice. I know you're going to do the lime because you mm-hmm. love lime juice. Love lime juice. Uh, one pinch of cumin, uh, the world's most popular uh, herb, apparently. Just went and bought some yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> one tablespoon of chopped fresh cilantro, which I think I would do in mine, actually. Mm. I like cilantro rice. Mm. Uh, you cut the cauliflower in half and you place a box grater over a large bowl. Grate each cauliflower half using the biggest holes of the grater, holding the cauliflower by its stem as you grate. Alternatively, you can coarsely chop the core and the florets and pulse them together in a food processor until they're reduced to the size of couscous or rice grains. Careful not to over-process them. Heat the oil in a medium nonstick pan over medium heat or medium to high heat until shimmering. Add the onion and cook until softened two to three minutes. Put the cauliflower rice in the pan and stir to combine. Cook, stirring frequently until the cauliflower is slightly crispy on the outside but tender on the inside for about five to eight minutes. And to enhance the flavor, you can add a little bit of salt, some lime juice, cumin, cilantro, and serve. La voila. Yum. For you. Yum. (laughs) Yum, yum. So... The Renew Food Plan, I talked uh, about it um, helping you get over food allergies, sensitivities, and intolerances. And I want to talk about what that means. So many people with food sensitivities don't realize how bad they feel or that particular foods are the culprit until foods that trigger a reaction are removed from your diet. Mm -hmm. And you don't know. Like you you go along, you just feel how you feel. Excuse me. You remove certain foods from the diet and then you feel like you've lifted up. Yeah. You're just like, oh my gosh, I didn't know I could feel better like this. And you don't realize that until you remove certain foods from the diet. Food reactions are frequently overlooked 
as a contributor to chronic health issues. And some of these reactions are considered to be food allergies, meaning they cause severe symptoms immediately after a trigger food is eaten, such as a peanut allergy. Okay. Some reactions may be delayed by hours or even days. This type of adverse food reaction is referred to as a food sensitivity. Food sensitivities are usually a result of an imbalance in the GI tract, your gastrointestinal system, and, it, and these affect your immune system. A food intolerance are reactions to certain food chemicals such as lactose, MSG, histamines, that occur when a person is lacking an enzyme or nutrient resulting in an inability to proper metabolize certain foods. You know this if you're lactose intolerant and you don't possess or your body doesn't make the enzyme lactase anymore, which I read anywhere from 40 to 90% of people on earth are lactose intolerant. That is extremely high. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, like when are you supposed to drink milk as a mammal? Never. When you're a baby from your mama. (laughs) (laughs) That, yeah. I mean, that's a really important time. To drink to milk, times, yeah. you know, milk from that's mammals, mammary glands. That's the whole point of mammals. Mm. No mammal on earth, except for humans, drinks milk beyond the stage of nursing. And no other mammals on earth, except for humans, drink the milk of another mammal. So dairy happens to be omitted from the Renew Food Plan because it definitely is a trigger for a lot of people and it does trigger a lot of inflammation inflammation and mucus buildup in the body mm-hmm. and it's one of the top three triggers on earth the other one gluten is a top trigger and what this does is these expose those genetic weak links in our bodies that present themselves as you know arthritis or even rheumatoid arthritis and there's a lot of things you know and then there's a lot even now showing that these lead to long-term effects such as cognitive decline, uh, dementia, and Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. which I'm finally hearing more of it now. I've been calling it type 3 diabetes for a while, but it definitely is more mainstream that it's being called type 3 diabetes, Alzheimer's. That makes so much sense. Beta amyloid plaque buildup in the brain, high blood sugars, you know, processed foods, so... Uh, Definitely avoidable for sure. In continuing on the Renew Food Plan, there's another component where it talks about estrogen metabolism. When When estrogen metabolism is disrupted, it can result in high or low levels of certain hormone metabolites. Detoxifying is necessary for individuals with imbalanced sex hormones premenstrual and perimenopausal symptoms as well as estrogen responsive cancers like breast cancer and prostate cancer may be related to the body's inability to adequately metabolize these hormones into forms that can be utilized or excreted and we have an imbalance many times in our estrogen metabolism this goes for males and females Mm -hmm. and so the renew food plan has dietary recommendations for estrogen metabolism that I'm going to have to share with you another time. (laughs) You're always teasing. That's the the ultimate hook, right? I don't think I blinked the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to have to talk about that maybe next week because we're coming up to the second hour of the show where I have 
one of my favorite people on earth. And I'm so excited to have her join. I'm going to introduce her in just a moment when I have her on the show. And I'm so incredibly grateful. She played a major role in the reason why I'm standing here today. Well, we'll give her a big thank you. Yeah, we will. Stay with us. 